Hey guys, welcome back to the Palmetto Shores podcast. We're so excited to continue in our study in the book of John. We've been spending a lot of time, we're going to be spending a lot of time in this chapter 6 because it's such a, a rich passage. And so today we're just going to pick up in verses 41 and it's going to take us all the way through 59. Uh, so let me just go ahead and read that. It says, So the Jews grumbled about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They said, Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How does he now say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered them, Do not grumble among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. And I will raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they will all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except he who is from God. He has seen the Father. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. The Jews then disputed among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? So Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. As the Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever feeds on me, he also will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like the bread the fathers ate and died. Whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. Jesus said these things in the synagogue as he taught at Capernaum. So we get this uh, really mainly a speech from Jesus interacting with this these group of Jews. And at the beginning of this section, we learn that the Jews were grumbling. And Jesus says at the beginning of verse 43, Do not grumble among yourselves. And that reminds me of another passage in uh, the New Testament that connects how God cared for the people uh, during the time of the the wilderness wandering, just like we see with the manna, um, and the concept of grumbling. Paul addresses this in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Uh, He's talking about something slightly different, but it connects in such an important way. So this is 1 Corinthians chapter 10. I'm going to start reading in verse 1. Paul writes, For I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that our fathers were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea, and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and all ate the same spiritual food. By the way, that's talking about manna. Uh, Verse 4, And all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. Nevertheless, with most of them, God was not pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. 
Now, verse 6 gets really interesting because Paul takes what he's just shared and then he applies it directly to us. In verse 6, he says, Now these things took place as examples for us that we might not desire evil as they did. Do not be idolaters as some of them were. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. We must not indulge in sexual immorality as some of them did. And 23,000 fell in a single day. And then here's verse 9. Here's how verse 9 connects back to our passage in John 6. Paul writes, We must not put Christ to the test, as some of them did and were destroyed by serpents, nor grumble, as some of them did and were destroyed by the destroyer. See, we look back, and if you look at the time uh, when the people wandered in the wilderness, many of them had a grumbling heart, a grumbling spirit towards the Lord. And because of it, they were disciplined severely. And here we are in John 6. Jesus is talking to the Jews again about what God has sent down from heaven. And just like the Israelites of the wilderness wandering who grumbled against what God had done and how God was providing for them, Jesus sees that these Jews, these Israelites in his day, were also grumbling at what God had sent from heaven, that what God had given as their salvation was not going to be good enough for them. It was not going to meet their expectations. And that's why Jesus said to them clearly that uh, you must eat his flesh and drink his blood. Now we have to imagine they would have been uh, probably misunderstanding of what he was saying if they had taken this, this as a literal, you know, chowing down on his arm or something like that. But clearly, that's not what Jesus had in mind. This is a radical thing for Jesus to say. Even, even when we interpret it correctly, it is a radical thing for Jesus to say. What Jesus is saying is that we must become consumed with him and we must consume him. We must take him in. We must receive him all the way in. Uh, we see what he's talking about. In verse 56, where it says, Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood, and here it is, abides in me and I in him. So in that sense, yes, Jesus is something that by faith we must ingest. He must get into us and we must get into him. And that's what it means to be a Christian. But what we're reminded as well and I think we're particularly reminded of this because of the Lord's Supper, because Jesus gave us these two elements of the bread and the cup that represent his body and his blood that he is here in John 6 telling them to eat. We're reminded that when we feed on Christ, we're feeding on the Christ who offered up his flesh for us, that he died on the cross for our sins, so that by feeding on him, 
we are brought back into a right relationship with God. This is good news, and we are invited to feast upon our Savior. I hope you guys have a great time discussing this wonderful section of John chapter 6.